1: Welcome to another episode of the Love and Reality Podcast. I am your host Ricky Valera. On today's episode we are continuing our journey through season five of Temptation Island. Folks we have three episodes left that included last night's episode. As the show is winding down we have the final bonfire part one which aired last night. Next week we have part two of the bonfire and then Part two of the, uh, of the bonfire will be followed with a 90-minute reunion. I am very, very, very excited about that. It's going to be quite a, a, a busy time here on the Love and Reality podcast with Temptation Island slowly winding down. And then, of course, on the flip side of that, the ultimatum is kicking up right around the corner. So if you are a fan of Temptation Island and have been listening to Temptation Island, stick around. I've got coverage of The Ultimatum coming up, including interviews with the cast and crew of The Ultimatum coming. So I'm very, very excited to share with those with you as well. Of course, before we jump any further, I want to shout out my good friends over at the Temptation Island Reddit board. Super supportive of the Love and Reality podcast and our journey together throughout Season 5 of Temptation Island. Make sure to check them out. The link will be in the podcast notes. Before we jump into this week's episode, I wanted to share some things I've been uh, diving into on the Love and Reality YouTube channel. Uh, I'm going to be doing some exclusive content for the YouTube channel for the love and reality podcast. I'm going to, I kicked it off last week with ch- uh, we had the debut of the challenge USA season two, the first two episodes dropped and I covered and gave a recap of both of those episodes. You can find those on the YouTube channel, which also available in the podcast notes. But if you're watching on the podcast, you can see those on the channel underneath the playlist, love in reality next week. You will hear a podcast and a video version of me breaking down the ultimatum, what the couples are, what their backgrounds are. And then, of course, I give my no-nonsense, just straight predictions off of pictures and vibes and, and everything like that. Very fun episode. I promise you guys that. If you if you're listening to this on a podcast platform, I highly recommend checking out that episode, which I believe drops Monday. Um, if my notes are correct here, I'm the only guy that does it. So, of course, my notes have to be correct, right? So dropping on uh, Monday, August fourteenth, I think that's a Monday. We're gonna go with that being a Monday, but I'm gonna be dropping my recap or my preview of the upcoming season of the ultimatum. in that preview, um, like I said, I go picture by picture, breaking down each couple, what they look like, where their dynamic is, what I believe the future has in store for each of these couples. Now, Without further ado, enough with the mumbo-jumbo, enough with the promoting. Let's dive into the final bonfire, part one of Temptation Island. And look, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. This felt like a filler, a little bit of a tease before the icing on the cake. You know what I'm saying? It was just like you get a, a little bit of a nibble before we give you the full thing. Because we had an episode where we kind of look at two couples um, and their journey throughout this process we get two bonfires but only one resolution in that bonfire and we'll get to that in just a few moments everyone is coming back from their dates at the girls villa when mark arrives to tide to tell them it's time to say goodbye he mentions that this might be a final goodbye but they have the option to bring their other half from the villa to join them at the bonfire but that it's up to them he tells them to say their final goodbyes and he will be back to take it from there Maricela tells the camera that she has had a strong connection with Christian and wants to keep exploring that with him and doesn't want it to end. She tells him that she's been loving herself and that this is she is ready to face her fears and confront Christian. She wants to tell him that this didn't bring her any hap- uh, this didn't bring her any happiness. Christian said he would be there with the bed warm for her. Vanessa asks Bryce how he feels, and he says he feels appreciative and he wants it to be him. She wants he wants her to pick him. She says that he loves spending, uh, she loves spending time with him. And she says she feels underappreciated a lot in her relationship. And that Bryce has built her up in ways and made her a well-rounded person. She says she knows what her heart is telling her to do, but she doesn't know what to do. Caitlin says to Sebastian, I don't want to go to the final bonfire. And he jokingly says, I do. And they both bust out laughing. She says she has no idea what she's going to say he says he'll come out and kick his ass like that's to be as hilarious you know what i mean obviously this is going to be an intense and 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 heartfelt and so many emotions are going to be happening here in just a little bit for each of these individuals and i love sebastian's approach here with just a fun joke like relaxing just like straight vibes but like trying to lighten the mood for her and kind of get a little bit of the weight off her back before she heads off. To confront Hall. Caitlin says she is happy she met him. And Sebastian says that he will be right here waiting for her when she is done. And the two share a kiss. Uh, Paris says she is sad. And Tahijik said that you're going to be, you're going to go there. You're going to be strong. Nothing's going to break you down. And they will walk out of here together. Paris said she hopes her feelings don't change when she sees him um, Wow. I mean, the thing about it is, is this: like, if you're sitting in Tahijik shoes, it's like, Phew. I'm sorry. Like he said, I'll be there for you no matter what. I'm sorry. If she says that to me, like, look, I care about you, but if I see this man, my feelings might change. And I'm gonna dump your ass. Like that's exactly what she says. She just says it more elegantly and nicely. But let's read between the lines. If she shows up and Paris and 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 great have a great time the conversation is fantastic everything goes good she's leaving the island that's what she just said And so you don't you know, nothing to dust bro see you see you later but uh you know i'll be honest with you guys i i'm going to miss paris i think she's been a pure enjoyment on this show each and every week it's the sass it's the commanding of, of the attention. It's the how she reacts at the bonfire, how she has just basically had the time of her life. You know what I mean? Like in this experience, I feel like she's learned a lot, but it, it's funny to me just watching her um um whether she's mad or upset because of what she saw great do at the bonfire or whether it's just her having the time of her life just the pure enjoyment and entertainment that we've gotten from her each and every week i'm going to miss that quite a bit um of course he says that you know he'll he said i'll be there no matter what she says i don't want you in my life if you're going to be my man he said well make me your man then Hello. <laughs> she asked him when they get back. Will he treat her the same? He said, nothing is going to change. They kiss. Tijik says to the camera that is important to him is to express his vulnerability because she's been looking for that out of him. And he'd be damned if he'd leave the villa without giving her everything he had. Um, I love that for him. I love that he did that. I love that he he brought that to the table, understanding that this was going to be the last time that we're going to have this conversation. The girls hug it out. Vanessa says she smells sweat, fear, and shame. And I busted out laughing. All right. Time to head over to the girls' villa. Or forgot girls' villa. We've already been at the girls' villa. We're at the guys' villa. Guys' villa now. Nafisa said she's not ready to leave the villa and hopeful um, because Great has told her several times that he wants to leave the villa with her. They sit down together. and Nafisa says that she's going to cry. Great says happiness comes first. And he will think about that before he makes his decision. He wants to trust whatever decision he makes. She continues to cry. This was the first time that I really find I kind of saw the raw emotions from Nafisa in this entire show. Um, this relationship developed late because of what he did. You know what I mean? And kind of his actions and, and and what he's done throughout the show, trying to take a peek at other, you know, girls while he still was, was hunting down Nafisa. So it was definitely interesting to see her put herself on the line, the ways that she did. And I don't feel like he kind of really approached appreciated that um to me like great's never been that guy that I've, he's he thrives off of whoever's going to give him attention and don't get me wrong like, the dude is a good looking dude he's got a great body like he thrives off of that attention and and i don't know if he knows how to reciprocate that kind of love and i think that's where they struggle so It'll be definitely interesting what we see out of these two out of the bonfire. Alexis and Christopher are chatting. Alexis is scared that Maricela could say all the right things, and she's worried. Christopher says he wants to see, uh, wants to say see you later to Alexis, but isn't sure what Maricela will say because she's full of surprises. She's going to tell you to pound sand, bro. Like she had, like look, if somebody said Ricky, you have a chance to bet money on who is going to walk away not together anymore from this island. I would bet everything I owned on Maricela telling Christopher to take a flying leap off a bridge. Like, I'm dead serious. I would bet everything I had. Now, obviously, you all guys understand. I've already seen what happens. You guys know what happens at the end of that. I understand that. But I, prior to this, would have bet $1 billion trillion. I would have bet my firstborn, my secondborn, my 34thborn. I would have bet my kids, my family, all of them. I would have bet. I would have put it. Chips all in saying that Christopher is going to get told by Maricela to take a flying leap off a bridge. Period. Like, there's just no chance. Like, there's nothing she's going to say to you that you're probably going to even like. Um, Roberto um, and Desiree, by the way, I've been calling him, like, Roberto this entire time, because his name. Everybody calls him Rob. Look, whatever. Roberto and Desiree are chatting and he mentions that he doesn't know what's going to happen. Desiree says she's happy for the experience that they shared together and he thanks her. He tells the camera that he makes, uh, he's going to make the decision with his heart and he plans on listening to what Vanessa has to say. And his time with Desiree, he's going to take his time with Desiree into consideration. This was weird. Out of all of the people, right, we had a several minute segment, I guess you would say, with each individual couple. This was like five seconds long. Like, I, it felt like maybe it was longer than that, but like this felt like 60 seconds. This is easily the shortest conversation of all of them. And and they see it with a kiss. Obviously, you know, editing for time, blah, blah, blah. Who knows how long the conversation really was. But what we saw was like 30 seconds uh, of these two going and having the conversation. Hall and Michaela sit down and ask what her fear is. And she says, Caitlin will say something that will change his mind. What? Say what? What is she going to say? She's going to, again... I'm all in. Caitlin's gonna tell Hall all about himself. And like when she does, like we're gonna be sitting at home, go Caitlin. You know, that's all we're gonna be doing the entirety of this episode is rooting uh Caitlin on 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 how over and over and over she tells Hall to pounce that. Like that's that's literally like we are ready to have the pop with the popcorn meme, popcorn in hand eating the popcorn while Caitlin tells Hall how much of an idiot he is or how much of a a moron he is or whatever that looks like. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna happen, right? So uh, he says that he's been waiting all day to tell her something. And he says that he's in love with her. He says, I love you. I'm not going to leave you. She says, I love you too. And the two share a passionate kiss. And then she tells the camera, she said, this is the first time she ever gave her heart to someone and she is scared. I don't know. We're scared of whatever. Uh, All right. Mark comes in to kick everyone out. Michaela says to the camera, she's walking away with no regrets, no regrets, not even one letter.
2: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator
1: Uh, Mark chats with the guys saying they need to be alone to get their head straight. He said between now and when they leave the island. Um, At the girls' villa, this again, we're getting more and more like filler time here, right? But this is like the calm before the storm type of thing. At the girls' villa, Vanessa and Marcella talk about their relationships. She said that the only time that they get along is when Roberto is confronting uh, her to, to conforming to what she wants. And she knows he hates that. She said she got some clarity about her approach. Uh, impacts others she said she wants to make herself uh, she has made herself more vulnerable uh, after watching rob at the bonfire she was hurt by the clips and he ha- and what he had to say and his accent she said she has made up her mind but sometimes you have to let go of the things that you love roberto is talking to christopher he said that he told desiree that he's leaning towards leaving the villa with her but if he sees changes a change in vanessa that he could leave with her he said, "What he learned is he's emotionally intelligent man. He's on this island, hasn't been easy, but he uh, had to find his feelings." He also said that he's always ready to blame her, but noticed that he has had some issues, including his lack of communication. He's noticed that he had uh, he's learned on the island that to communicate better, he said, "If Vanessa, uh, if the Vanessa he sees at the bonfire is the same Vanessa that showed up, that he won't leave with her." Christopher messaged that he uh, there was a lot of apprehension that he didn't want to come here. He said he wanted to uh, propose to Maricela before he left, but everything changed after the third bonfire when she saw him, when she saw another man in her bed. He said that there was temptation online with Alexis and that he has had everything he ever wanted in a relationship with her, and he was surprised with her showing everything that he needed. Now, um, Christopher, let's stop pretending you were innocent. Let's talk, me and you. Christopher, look at the camera. I understand what you're saying. It might have been hard seeing your woman laid up in a bed with another man. That would have made me mad too. But the thing about it is, is you're not innocent, bro. Like, stop with the act. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I feel like's happening here. I understand that these people did what they did. But own what you did too. That's part of the problem. Alright, moving on. Vanessa and Maricela are talking. Mar- Maricela said that Christian is her match and he gets her. She said she thought about she thought she was worthless without the approval of others and her purpose to come here was to break free. She said her time with Christian has opened her up in ways that show her what she wanted and needed from everyone. I love Maricela. Her growth is something that has been beautiful to watch on this show. It's been incredible to see her the woman she's become throughout this epi- throughout these episodes. Right? When you look at the the point of the show is, is to go on this episode, it's kind of like the ultimatum styles thing, because you're going there to find out if this person that you're with is the one that you want to spend the rest of your life with. While that is happening, you're also trying to see like who, who you need to be, what things that you need to do in order to be a better, per, better version of yourself or maybe your partner or future partners. And what she's done is, is. Is beautiful, you know what I mean? She isn't sure. She says she isn't sure what to expect from the bonfire, but hopes he is a better version of himself. Um, I swear this episode was just letting these folks ramble and just pushing forward. But then I say that, and then it's like, Oh, we're going to the bonfire. Maricella says she feels like a bad bitch and is excited to see Christopher. Chris said he feels anxious and nervous heading into the final bonfire. He knows what he's going to say, but isn't sure what Maricella is going to say. We knew but she's going to say, Christopher, we knew, bro. We knew. All right, here we go. Mark Mark welcomes Christopher into the bonfire. Here comes Maricela. The two have a awkward embrace. Like, this was a we used to be girlfriend boyfriend type of, you know what I mean? We know the truth. Again, like I said, Mark lays out the rules of the final bonfire. Each person's going to get to speak while the other listens. Once they both get heard, they can have an open discussion. Ask the questions that they want to ask. After that, he's going to declare. Ask them to declare what their future will be. Now, what their future is going to be? You have three different options. You leave the island with the person you came with. You leave the island that you hooked you, with the person that you you start. You know you fell in love with during your time on the island, or you leave this bad boy all by your lonesome. Right. So that. Being said, Christopher opens the door. He opens up first. He said that their relationship lacked the emotional vulnerability and true friendship that it needed. And he's sorry for his part in that. He said, seeing her in a bed with another man, it broke him. He said he has done some, uh, he's done the same thing to her in the past. And he's sorry for the way he put her through that. He said he feels as though she has moved on and he has accepted that. He wants her to be happy even if it's without him. Now, I'm gonna give you some thoughts here. This entire thing felt like one big cop out to me. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be put it so bluntly, but I felt like this entire thing was just one big cop out. Um he he was looking for an out, I guess you could say, and I'll explain that a little bit obviously after the open after the decisions are made. But he knew the writing was on the wall, and instead of like, I mean, sure, he he owned the the emotional vulnerability and the true friendship part, he owned that, right? But outside of that, like this felt like something. Just like, again, hey, I know you're leaving my ass, so I'm not gonna say a whole lot. I'm happy for you. Let's smack you on the ass and carry about your way, right? So Maricela said she learned a lot. She expected to prove to him that she was good enough and that she could be her person. She never felt good enough enough. Uh, she never felt good enough around him and wasn't capable of doing anything right. She said he took. She said he took the voice away from her many times and was depressed and had low self-esteem. She said she's finally accepted herself and has never felt this good. She said, I'm sorry you saw me in bed with someone else. We both, we both contributed to a toxic relationship. She said, I limited you in many ways and she's sorry for that. He's helped her and we'll never forget that. Love that. Again. What did I learn about myself on this process? In in this process, she said that. What did I learn about a relationship? She said that. Owned her own mistakes. She said that. Like that's what you need to do. You came here to learn something about yourself, about the relationship, and what uh, and, and about the future. You know what I mean? Even if it's not with the person that you're sitting opposite of, these are the things that you learn. Open conversation time. Christopher said he didn't have any questions, which again was such a cop out, man. Like this and, and you know what? I'm glad she threw this back in his face. She asked, "Why didn't you send me a video message?" And his response, he said he didn't feel the need to. When he saw the bet, saw the clip of her in a bed with another man, that her decision had already been made. And she fires back with it an exquisite comeback, right? She said, every woman in that house saw a clip of her man that were very disrespectful, and they were all able to send a message. Maricela, thank you. You're my hero for that. She said, every woman in that house saw a clip of their man that were very disrespectful, and they were all able to send a message. She expected him to say something. He said he didn't allow himself to be free of her control until she saw him in the bed with another guy. She says, was that before or after you were in the hammock talking about your dick getting hard? Mic drop. Mic drop. Like, you could tell Maricela, like, she was ready like she came out guns a blazing ready to knock this man back down to earth again he came just wanting to pass along and move on with his new little girl and that was it she tells him about himself and he goes you tell me and she says i don't remember what that was christopher you're clueless my guy she said she made a connection in the house and figured out what she want and craved in a relationship. He said, I too experienced a connection. And she says, he set a certain goal that had nothing to do with her. He said he pushed Desiree away because of Maricelli. He said, I'm happy. She said, I'm happy for you. And said, you're a beautiful, intelligent woman. And she said, I found myself finally. She's let go of everything that was holding her back. And then of course, Mark chimes in and says, he commended both of them for the conversation that they had. And it was a model conversation of how should uh, what should happen between two people. And I agree with that. While she was dropping these truth bombs, it was a very respectful, low tone conversation. Now, we're obviously left with our three options. Leave together, leave the island alone, or leaving the island with, the, uh, with another person. Christopher says, I made a beautiful connection, and he's choosing to leave the island with her. She said she's happy for him. Maricela with the most beautiful thing in the entire world. Maricela says she learned that. says she learned that she comes first, and she's going to leave the island on her own. Congratulations, Maricela! I'm proud of you. Wow. Uh, Mark tells her her time has come. Maricela and Christopher embrace, and she leaves. She tells the camera that she could have done said so many low blows, but what could that have helped? I love this woman. Like she's glad she's happy. Uh, proud of her. I'm she's, glad, she's glad she's happy. She's proud of herself. And she said, um, that didn't, uh, what, she said his words of him being happy and proud of her didn't mean that much to her. She said, nobody can tell her what to do anymore. Oh. Man, that was like a high bar to set level of like a high, high bar. Like, I couldn't believe how much she came out guns and blazing. Here comes Alexis. Uh, and I did think I said Desiree earlier, so I want to apologize. He said he pushed Desiree away as Alexis away. I apologize for that. Uh, here comes Alexis, arrived to chat with Mark and Christopher. She comes in and uh, they give a warm embrace. Mark says, Welcome to the bonfire. Christopher says that he wants, he talks to Alexis, saying he wants that while he's healing from the breakup, that he wants to be exclusive for her th- with her and wants to leave the island she of course says yes mark's advice um is be partners be good to one another and that journey is complete and they are free to leave the island mark comes our uh, christopher comes over and gives mark a big hug i just love mark everybody loves mark he's such a good host like he's just a thoughtful host all right round two round two round two um Vanessa says she's on her way to find out if Rob is ready to fully commit or if she's, if he's willing to throw it away. She said, uh, the breath and uh, leaves her lungs at the thought of him wanting to leave with somebody else. She said, there's a ten She said, she is ten percent prepared for the worst. Rob said his head and his heart are pulling him in a different direction. His head is telling him to leave, but his heart is telling him to spend the rest of his life with her. There's, the, the most important thing is seeing the change in Vanessa. All right, Roberto is up first. He said it's heavy it is heavy she's consist she's consistently strives for more and more and that he can be successful in anything that he does while there are many great things about her she treats her relation she treats her relationship like a business the marriage the kids the etc she likes to talk over him and shout at him he feels like it should be 50/50 and he said he takes the L even when she is right because he doesn't want to fight this man says like a million words a minute and like these first two or three minutes that he gets to talk, like he has to stop because he has to catch his breath. She tells him to relax, which I thought was very sweet. Um, he pauses and he said, there's other things. He said, there are other things, but he knows he hasn't been perfect either. He said he never knew how to communicate his feelings or emotions. Being on being on this island, he found that he is emotionally intelligent man. And whatever happens from here, she was a blessing in his life and he loves her from the bottom of his heart. I want to pause there. I want to give my thoughts and everybody's on everybody's thoughts here. And to be honest with you, I loved this quite a bit. Roberto and I have some had some highs and lows together, but finding yourself and finding that emotional availability of what's inside of you is not easy. Um, I loved hearing what he had to say. Again, what did he want from this process? He learned. He learned what he wanted out of a woman. He learned what he needed out of his relationship with Vanessa. He learned how what the what he what he was lacking and were not bringing to his relationship with Vanessa. Uh, Vanessa's turn, she said, thank you for sharing. She's proud of everything that he's learned about himself. She says, you are right about a lot of my flaws. Mm-hmm. Listen. She says you were right about a lot of my flaws. The camera pans to Mark and he has this shit eating grin on his face and is the most incredible thing that I think I've ever seen on television. I just was dying. It was just so funny. Um, she said it was the feedback she heard from others saying the same things. She said she was looking for emotional availability and that was with Bryce. She said they were very close and he served his purpose. She never felt the desire to do anything physical or intimate because she loved and respected. Uh, Roberta. Um, she said she was devastated when she saw, she watched the things that he did uh, he did with someone else. He said it was, unnec- it was, she said it was an unnecessary part of the journey. She said that the things that she learned that she needs to work on her approach, that she said she didn't tell a single thing to anyone about their relationship because she wanted the independent feedback. And she said some of the same perspective, some of them had the same perspective as he does. She loves him very deeply. And the most important part of the process was staying grounded. She accomplished what she set out to do. She's ready to be a better woman. Mark says that these weren't the two people that he met at the start of the island, and he was so impressed. It was just, it was like, like these two fierce yelling at each other. Vanessa has really grown as a person in this entire process, and I love her for it. Um, Rob said that he was getting these opinions from everyone, and he was going to come, uh, going to. He said he was getting all these opinions from everybody else, and he said he was going to kind of going to come up here and disrespect her, but he had a whole another thing planned but he said he really loved her and wants to be with her and he's ready to make it work. He said he sees a lot of change in her and he loves that. This is where shit gets weird. Vanessa asked a spicy question asking if he had slept in the same bed as Desiree. He said yes and she freaks the fuck out. And I mean scream saying for what reason, yelling at him, Everybody's trying to get her to calm down, credits roll. Holy shit, what a cliffhanger. I really hate these damn producers because they've done a great job of giving some good cliffhangers, but this was the best cliffhanger yet because she's ready to go off the rails. And look, and I I understand people are gonna be like, well, you know, you knew what you're getting yourself into, et cetera. Et cetera. I understand that however. What I do want to say is again, the expectations of what they had and what they were or weren't allowed to do. That's something that I'm interested in finding and like diving into and divulging into with like each couple. I would just love to sit down with these people and be like, what were your expectations heading in? Could you kiss? Could you do this? Could you do that? Could you do that? Like we don't know what those lines were don't sleep in the same bed. Like we don't know what those blurred lines were. You know, we we saw Vanessa, like she wanted to. She thought about exploring things, but didn't want to disrespect. So the kissing, maybe that's okay. But like there's an intimacy about sleeping with somebody that maybe that's where it just completely crosses the line for her. So it's definitely going to be interesting as we dive into next week. We have the part two of the final bonfire dropping next week. Then we have the reunion shortly after that. I haven't figured out exactly how I'm going to handle that version of the podcast because the final bonfire is the 23rd which is the same day the ultimatum drops as well that uh, most of you guys are well aware of so the ultimatum drops the 23rd and then of course the 24th i'll be doing the episode on the final bonfire part one so i think i might split it up into two episodes but without further ado i'm just i'm just super excited about this we are at the end of the temptation island um you know we are at the end of season five of temptation island it's been crazy it's been wild and i just appreciate you guys joining me on this journey because it has been One hell of a ride. So thank you guys so much for listening. Please subscribe, comment, like, whatever you can do. Help elevate the channel the best you can, to best your abilities. I really do appreciate the support throughout the season. Can't wait to you guys. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week on the Final Wildfire Part Two.
3: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.